Hello and welcome to Way to DM it behind the scenes. Just a little, uh, little air view with the DM from tonight's session. Miss Ivory, how's how's it going today? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, fantastic! Say a couple questions for you. Maybe uh, some questions that the fans probably want answered. Uh, what I like most about this show is it shows off a lot of different DM styles. If you could try to describe uh, your DM style going into this. Uh, well, I I rolled Arena and T-Rex, so I knew that it was my opportunity to focus on a lot of combat, because we haven't done a ton of that so far. Right. Uh, it's kind of uh, neat hearing it all play out as well. Was there any uh, inspiration for what you rolled? Oh my bad. Uh, Is there any inspiration, I guess, behind this whole setup? Uh, no, I I was in an absolute panic, um, basically from the second I rolled it. Uh, I um I thought, oh, an arena, but um, I want to make sure that it's like in stages. So I actually I pulled like ten different types of dinosaurs, and we only got around to to the two other than the the big boy uh, and you couldn't tell I mean, you seem pretty calm cool collected have you been dming for a long time or this sort of all new still i've been playing the game a lot um and i i have an all right understanding of the rules i uh did the same thing i did when uh i started going to church i just sat down and i read the the holy book so i, I like i've I sat and I read the the Dungeon Masters book before I ever DM'd. I'm not super experienced, but I do write a lot and think about it a lot. Right. Uh, what would you say is your favorite aspect of D&D as a whole? Is it kind of like the, uh, the combat or the storyline or just start to finish the whole thing? When I'm playing, I really like uh, like strategy. Actually, like I like uh, I like heists and coming up with plans. Okay, kind of like the the who done it or the like murder mystery sort of thing. Yeah, or like anything, anything that I get to plan out, I usually enjoy. Right. Yeah, I've been personally. I like the escape room sort of thing, so I'll, I'm big on puzzles. Uh, have you have you ever thought about putting any puzzles into games or because I don't think of all of our sessions, I don't think there's been any big puzzles put in yet. No, I don't know that I would be able to come up with a good puzzle like on the fly, but uh I think puzzles are fun in D and I'm usually not good at them. <laughs> uh was there any um any characters or NPCs you had planned before this, or was it kind of just spur of the moment? It was pretty spur of the moment, so I decided uh, that we that I was going to lean into the arena aspect pretty heavily, and so I actually only prepared one NPC. Um, but I am glad that I wrote instead of improvised his little opening speech, because I don't know if you heard, but they asked me to repeat things <laughs> from it like 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we want to see him. Where's he at? 
Now, how specifically did he phrase that? So I'm glad I did not improv the opening speech. Right. Yeah, I heard uh, very handsome bearded gentleman. I was sold. I was like, well, this guy's got to live towards the end, right? Oh, he um, might have. I'm not sure I should have put in the other characters. I think it all played out pretty well. I'm uh, I'm excited for everyone to listen to it. Um, was there any other questions, concerns, or uh, anyone you wanted to shout out? Uh, no, I don't. I don't really have anything to plug yet. Um, I had a lot of fun. I I love the group. Um, I think they're all funny and they're fun. And I think it's pretty cool that we can just lean into something, even if it's absurd, and enjoy ourselves. Right. As a whole, I feel like the whole group kind of meshes well, especially for being as new as we are. So that that kind of pays off for us. But, uh, all right. Well, uh, if you got any other qu- if the listeners have any questions, feel free to email us at waytodmminute at gmail.com. Uh, we're on most social media websites. And uh, other than that, hope everyone enjoys the session. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hello, adventurers, travelers, wonders, and heroes. This is a D&D actual play podcast where each session, the dice decides who is going to be our DM. The DM will have 30 minutes to roll a random monster and setting to incorporate into a one-shot from scratch. The players, however, will be randomly generated. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of improv. Really hope you enjoy. A lot of people are calling it crazy, hectic, unorganized. They can call it a lot of things, but we like to call it Wait a DM Minute. We hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Wait a DM Minute, the D&D actual play podcast where we roll for a random DM setting monster and player characters every single session. My name is Ivory, I'm your DM today. We're in for a good time and I'm going to hand it over to our players so that they can introduce themselves before we start. I'll go first because I'm the best. Um, I am GM Puppy Pound. Um, That is my moniker online. I will be a player today. I am a human paladin. I know, very, very uh, unique of me. Um, I also write games professionally, so if you want to go onto Drive Through RPG and look up GM Puppy Pound, you'll find my stuff. Uh, pass it off next to Grizz. Yeah, my name is Hyper Grizzly. Today I'm going to be playing Omri the Terrible. I have no professional life. I am just a computer nerd. Thank you. And I am Murphy. I will be playing Azgek Worm the Majestic tonight, uh, Dragonborn Bard. And I also have nothing to promote. <laughs> <laughs> We're all boring except for GM Puppy Pounds. That's perfect. You guys just all then promote my thing also. <laughs> okay. Yes, you, um, you should you... check out GM Puppy Pounds stuff. It is excellently written. He's a really, he's a really nice guy. He's very handsome. Absolutely, he is. All right. Sorry, I dropped my dice. It's a great start. All right. Well, we may be boring, but this will not, because um, you all wake up. Darkness surrounds you. Um, 
you're not waking up like you would to morning light streaming through a window onto your comfortable bed. Um, you're very clearly lying in a heap. Um, you feel sand around you. You don't feel like you've slept comfortably at all, and you don't have any recollection of how you got here or where you are. Okay, I'm going to use my dark vision to look around as my head throbs to see the bodies that I'm currently intertwined with to figure out what's going on. You're in a heap of four other people. You're all just kind of lying in there. Um, you're in a small room. You can see light um, ahead of you um, as if there's a door that direction. Um, it kind of, best guess you'd say it kind of looks like a stable. There's no horses or any other people in here. Um, Do I recognize any of the people that are surrounding me? No. Uh, are we in similar circumstances? Am I also in a heap with four other people? You're all in a heap. The three of you and two other people. Okay. And you said we're it's sand all around us? Yeah, like a like a dirt sand floor. Yeah, that that's what Felice is most mad about. Sand is herpes. You never get it off you. Once it's on your body, it just is you're you're sandy for the rest of your life. Absolutely. I don't, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. <laughs> It gets everywhere. So is this dialogue. Uh, <laughs> I stand up slowly, kind of looking at my surroundings and the people, and I'm trying to figure out what happened last night. And I just start stumbling towards the light to hopefully find a door. <sighs> Am I currently wearing pants is the biggest you question here. You're fully kitted out in the gear you would normally wear if you were going out on an adventure. Okay, so apparently it wasn't one of those nights, so I'm just going to try to leave quietly. As you all wake up, your headaches recede after a couple of seconds, moments. Um, your eyes adjust to darkness. If you don't have dark vision, there are there's a little bit of light. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll get the uh, the awkwardness out of the way. Um, does anyone remember, were we fighting or loving? I'm wearing pants. That should answer your question. Well, I'm not, so maybe it was all hands? No, it was not my hands. <laughs> uh, Felice is, uh, uh, he was making a joke. He is, in fact, wearing pants as well. He gets up and kind of dusts himself off. He says, um, well, I, I guess I can be the first um, to introduce then. Uh, my name is Felice Jiver. Um, as I said, I'm not sure exactly what my relationship to you all is, um, but perhaps if you introduce yourself as well, we can become better acquainted. You see a woman, um, a tiefling woman, I should specify. She sits up, she rubs her head, she says, My name is Harla. Where are we? Oh, that is a good question. I am Azgak. Azgak the Majestic. I do not remember getting here. Does anyone remember getting here? I'm going to try to search my memory for any kind of hangover type flashes I could get. Okay, uh, why don't I, you roll insight? My insight? Oh, wow, I have a plus six on my insight, apparently. 
Uh, so that is a 13. Okay. Um, you, the last memory you have is not of nighttime. You remember day. Um, you were, well, let me ask you, what's your background? My background is folk hero. I'm a, I am a traveler who is seeking my missing family. Okay, so on a typical day, what would you be out doing? I would be, uh, I'd be hunting, hunting things, you know, just kind of making my, making whatever gold I can to finance my search. Okay. Wherever it will take me. So you remember being in a small town, you can't quite remember the name. Um, you'd picked up a bounty for um, some kind of monster, those hanging around in the woods nearby. Um, they weren't sure exactly what it was. The last memory you have is of a giant claw and then nothing. I'm going to go full tilt and cast Zone of Truth. Zone of Truth on everyone here? Everybody in the room if I can. Um, so everybody has to make a wisdom save for a 13. Um, and if you cannot beat that, then you are unable to lie. A wisdom save. For how uh, long? Uh, I think for. Oh, you're in the zone, I believe. Yeah, I think it's concentration. I think it's like hours. Okay. So if they if they walk away from me, then if they get, here, I'll look it up. That would have been the responsible thing to do. Sorry, I can look it up. No, 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 it's my spell. Um. And I rolled an eight, so I'm definitely caught. I rolled a twelve. <laughs> yeah, a. a yeah, 60 feet. Everyone has to tell the truth. No, never mind, not 60 feet. It's a 15-foot radius. But we're in a small room, so... Yeah, that's pretty much the entire room that you can see. Um, I rolled, and I also failed. I think that's. I think I have to roll against it as well. All so right, and three of us are unable to, to lie, and then I will say... Okay, I need everyone to please say out loud, I do not know how we got here. Please now, one by one. Yes? I do not know how we got here. I do not conform to the demands of unknown people. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, 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 perhaps, uh, what is your name? I am Omri, the Terrible. Okay, he is telling the truth. He would not have come up with such a silly name otherwise. The tiefling woman says, I do not know how we got here. And uh, a grizzly-looking human man with a nice, big, full beard, you know. The kind does not have like. a nice, big, full beard. I... Sucks for you. Um, <laughs> this guy does. He says, I do not know how we got here. Um, how, how sexy is this bearded man? The sexiest man you've ever seen. Sexiest man? Okay. Um, hmm probably high charisma this guy could be lying to us still um uh, perhaps maybe we make our way to the light and um, we can get a better look at each other uh i can I, see you just fine i i end up going towards the light is like the light just shining through like floorboards or from the bottom or what if you it looks like if you go around a corner there's a door there 
That's okay. the only corner and the only way to go. And it looks like the way the light is, is that that way leads to an exit or a light. I, I start just like, I turn my back on these people. And I start walking towards the light. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll follow him behind him, but I'm also I'm continuing this gambit to anyone that will cooperate and saying, okay, now everyone, all together now. I do not know anyone else in this room. I know none of you. Why are you bothering me, human? Ah, you see, we are getting somewhere. And you, my friend? I do not know anyone in this room. You all make it around the corner. Um, all of a sudden, the light outside seems blinding. And you're trying to take in what exactly is before you, because it's something you've likely not seen before, or perhaps are a little confused by, but before we experience that, a voice booms, as if through a loudspeaker or some sort of projection spell. Welcome to the Pale Ridge Arena, Chosen Warriors. Your godly patron invites you all to partake in his challenge to manifest your mettle, magnify your might, and fight for your own glory. I am Friedrich, your host for today's event. I will now do my best to answer any questions you may have, as you'll likely not have time to ask them. Why are you here? Long and short of it, heroes, you died. My deepest condolences. Here you decide, for the pleasure of the gods, if any among you deserve a second chance. Do you have to compete? Of course not. Feel free to lay in the dust and concede. The winners receive a godly boon and are allowed to leave this demi-plane of delight and return to the material plane in their lives. What are the rules? Kill or be killed simply and purely. We encourage you all to work together against your opponents, but have no qualms if you do not. Round one begins in five minutes. What kind of opponents are we going to be facing? I don't know, but if you look across, you can see a big door. So obviously it's a big arena, dust arena. Um, it's sort of like built like a ruin. You can see the walls are massive. You don't really see any faces out there, but there are noises as if there's a crowd. Um, What's the name? Friedrich. Friedrich. You oh. don't know where he is or where he's speaking from. Yes, uh, Friedrich, uh, if you don't mind, could you come down here, perhaps? Just stand right next to me. It will be easier for us to discuss. I have a zone of truth. You don't hear an answer. But if you look all the way across the arena, you do see gears clicking. Or here, rather, if you can hear that far. Um, on the big iron door, as if it's going to be opening in the five minutes you were promised. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. Um, does anyone have any pertinent questions, then? It seems he is not willing to take the Zone of Truth trap. Can you at least tell me... Okay, sorry. Can you at least tell me if these that we're fighting are also those who have died, or... Will this he is be the DM? No. I'm, I'm asking Frederick. Or Frederick he, can't, he can't even hear you guys. Well, he has said we had questions. <sighs> no, he didn't. <laughs> He, I, I look out, and I, I'm looking to see if any other groups are coming out, trying to figure out if we're fighting each other or other people as a team. Okay, I'll give you that. The only people you see are you five, and the only door, other than the one directly across from you, is the one you guys are exiting. 
It seems so, like you five are the heroes chosen to take this test. So I, I know I know generally because they've explained a little bit what um, Uzcook Worm and Omri look like. Um, I'm gonna take a look at these other two. This this sexy guy and this unbeknownst woman. What, do they look like they're off to up to muster to fight? Take a make a perception check for me, or um, insight, whichever you prefer. Uh, 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 seven plus one is an eight. Okay. Um, neither of them are really wearing armor. Um, the the sexy man with the dark hair. He has a big axe. Or hammer. Oh, I can check. I'm sorry. <laughs> Underprepared. He has a big axe. Two axes. Um. Wait. Yes, my friend. Do you mind if I hold perhaps one of your axes? It seems you have more than enough. He kind of just looks at you. The tiefling woman. Um. You see, she has a pouch. She has a gem here. She looks like she might be a mage, but you're not really sure. And you all have whatever weapons you would normally take with you to a fight. Is there anything you'd like to say to each other before the door finishes opening? Yeah, so so I think perhaps it is best for us to begin with the idea that we are on the same team, as the, the author said moments ago. And then if things go tits up, we all come to an agreement collectively before we turn on each other. This seems fair, yes? I do not like being used as pawns or playthings for these gods. But that is fair. We will continue with your plan. Excellent, excellent. We have buy-in from everyone, yes? You get assent from the other two. Okay, then in that case, I am going to cast... Nothing, never mind. Never mind. Um, I All guess right. we prepare for battle. Um, yeah. I'm going to do a little, a little prayer to myself, being a paladin. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to reject the information that everything I knew about religion and gods is apparently a lie, um, because this is what happens to you after you die. I'm just going to kind of sew that away until after the battle's over, and uh, I'm getting ready. Oh, to be fair, they mentioned one god. Right, you're right. So I probably got the right one. That's how most people tend to view it. I need a second. Sure. I'm an idiot. Well, out of character, uh, this will not be fun <laughs> for me. Why? Oh, I have no range. Maybe I'm you should. Have boy. <laughs> oh, you're good. I'm. You're, you'll see. It's not. It's not going to be terrible. I just have to. Would any of you like to make a perception check, um, to get a layout of the field? That is a nineteen. So you can see, it's a big circle. Obviously, on one end is your door. The other is um, the other door. Um, sorry, I'm just adding this in now. But um, here is some stepping stones, some rocks that you could use for cover or to gain height. And there are a couple of other clusters like that of rocks, some closer to you, some closer to the other door. 
Um, other than that, there doesn't appear to be a bunch of obstacles in your way right now. Mm -hmm. So it's a straight shot to each other, and then around the edges, there are a couple of clusters of places where you could seek cover or um, try to gain some kind of tactical advantage. Real sly as to not draw too much attention from this unseen Frederick character. I'm going to try the doorknob behind us, see if that's still a, uh, a an option. To go back into that tiny room? I'm not trying to open it. I'm just giving it a turn to see if it's, like, still actuating and unlocked. It's unlocked. It's locked. It it closed behind you all. That's good. Okay. Uh, I start uh, looking around the crowd for any recognizable god from whatever I have learned growing up. The stands are empty as far as you can see. You can hear people murmuring. My hear wife crowd noises. My wife will not be pleased of this. Oh, that you died? No, that I've been pulled here. My wife is a okay. celestial. Oh yeah? According to this, yes. <laughs> Maybe she's watching. I must keep things spicy in the bedroom. <laughs> All right, uh, your door okay. opens. Okay. Why don't we have everybody roll initiative? All right. That's a nine. One sec. I need to make a note for all of you. I'm sorry. Just cut this out and post. I think we leave it all in. I think this is part of the, the process, right? Everybody watches <laughs> Matt Mercer do this, and they don't realize that he's got, like, a script and a team of people behind him helping him out. Alrighty. What are your roles for me? Uh, Puppy Town got an 18. Grizzly got a 9. Murphy got a 14. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, 16. Miles. All right. My turn. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. 17. I have a plus three to admission, not plus two. I don't know how I have a plus three to admission. Oh, that's excellent. Okay. All right. The door creaks open. You see creatures begin to make their way out as the door opens you see a muzzle poke through claws creatures you've never seen before never in your wildest dreams have you seen something like this it looks like a reptile almost like a bird you hear friedrich's voice again well heroes your first opponents the mighty velociraptors Five creatures come bursting out of the door. They're all various shades of brown, green. They have razor sharp teeth. And up first, we have Puppy. Uh, yeah, Puppy's going to uh, articulate out to Frederick and say, um, Yes, I think there has been some mistake. I do not see a, a, anywhere to sit on any of these horses. <laughs> They're Nothing. small. I can't get anything out of this guy? Okay. 
Um, I am not going to attack them. I'm not convinced yet that that is the, the gambit of this thing. I am going to... Oh. Sorry, what? Nothing, you're good. Go ahead. I am just going to um, run over by those coverable rocks that you mentioned, those, the stones, and not take cover, but sort of um, separate myself from the rest of the group um, in case this comes to blows very quickly. Okay, the closest um, rock formation for you to get to would be to your right. Out the door. All right, that's where I'm going. Okay. I don't know. Next up is going to be Murph. Don't know if I want to cast a spell that high level yet or not. They're all grouped together by the door about 100 feet away right now. Yeah, this unfortunately would only affect one of them. That's the problem. Um, tell you what. Because I'm probably going to forget to use this later. How far away from them am I? Um, from door to door, 100 feet. Okay, well, yeah, I can't make that then. I will move You have forward. moved. Okay. Um, I don't want to go all the way across the arena. I only want to go probably about, um, about like two, two-fifths away, so just, just short of halfway across. Okay. And then I will stop right there for right now. All right. Up next would be Grizz then. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I had, if I still have an action left, I would also like you to do. cast Vicious Mockery. Okay. They must succeed on a saving throw, a wisdom saving throw, DC 8, 16, or take 2d4. Go ahead and do your damage. Do they have to be intelligent creatures for that to work? Or, like, speak your language? If there's a creature I can see within my range, and my range is 60 feet. Um, if the Just target can hear you... Though it need not understand, it must Perfect. succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Uh, right, it also takes the damage and has disadvantage on its next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. I did a whopping three points of damage to it. As I scream out, come and get me, you ugly lizards! <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Uh. Well. <laughs> Omri pulls out his longsword. He just, he walks, not slowly, but he doesn't get in any hurry, walking behind Murphy towards that point where he's at, and okay. just goes a little bit in front of him and just starts kind of just stretching and waiting for them to show up. Alrighty, so I'm gonna give um, give you advantage on your next action since you've spent this turn preparing. And same to um, Puppy. Sweet. Felice. 
So are right. they coming at? Okay, sorry, go ahead. It's the Velociraptor's turn. Okay. You see that they all seem to stay together. They're all looking around. One of them's looking very intently at um, Murphy's character. Alright. Yeah, well, okay. Um, two of the Velociraptors come running straight for um, where Murphy and Grez are standing. I'm sorry, I'm already doing terrible at the character names. Omri and Uzgak. Okay. Yeah, they run straight towards you. The one in front. Um, races at you and immediately swings its claw to hit you. Is one of them the one I hit earlier? It the is. One with advantage? Okay. That is this one. Um, and he's attacking me, correct? At, um, no, at, um, Uzgak, right? I'm yes. standing in front of Uzgak, though. Like bodily directly in front of him because I put you mm. closer, but not. Okay. If anything, you'll have an attack of opportunity. Um, as he runs in, does a fourteen hit? Nope. Close. Okay. So glad I gave yeah. him disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, Grizz, you can take an attack of opportunity with advantage. Alrighty then. Oh wow. Okay. Um plus ten to hit, so fifteen. Uh that hits. Alright. And that is a D eight plus five. So that is ten. Okay, as you hit it, it screeches and turns to look at you, um, but its friend, the second one, oh, I'm stupid, that's okay, rolls to attack you, does a 21 hit? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a 21 definitely hits. All right. How many so are there? Uh, five. Okay. It's the same amount as you. You're going to take um, six damage. Yep. And I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh. As it sweeps its claw against you, Grizz. All right. That is a 19. Okay. So it pushes you, but you manage to not be knocked over. You take a, a small half step back. And then the other three um, slowly advance around the edges. Two of them go towards the right, where it's more open at, on their side. And one of them goes to the left, where it's, that rock formation is on their half of the arena.
All right. That, give me a sec. I'm now going to move on to our other characters real quick. Uh, sorry. All right, the tiefling mage. She's going to run straight for the same rocks that Puppy's character is near, and she's going to try and hide in them. It's your own rocks. <laughs> she shoots you a dirty look as she passes by. And then our sexy barbarian. is going to pull his battle axe out and immediately rush forward. And he's going to go 30 feet forward um, until he is about even with you guys. It's a little slow on the draw. Um, he gets within range, I would say, of the first Velociraptor. Um, He's going to swing his battle axe. Um, knocks it basically right off of you, Murph. And the thing falls to the ground dead. Blood splurts. And it's, you can see that it's definitely just an animal. On to... Um, I'm so sorry. I keep losing my notes. I, I think it's my turn. It is, puppy. Okay. Um. Uh. Delise uh, has now definitely come to terms with the fact that this is going to be a fight. Um. Impressed with this gentleman, this sexy gentleman, for more than one reason. Um. I'm going to try to cut him off at the point of. Um, combat, and I'm going to slap my hand on his back, and I'm going to cast Protection from Good and Evil. Now, I know because you just wrote this game in your mind like 10 minutes ago that you don't know what types of creatures these are, so allow me to try to convince you that they are Celestials. Is that okay? Um, You could try, but they are in fact beasts. Okay, but, but these are beasts that were generated by Celestia. Like, these Velociraptors didn't die and then also come back to be the arena. They are machinations of Celestial Gods and therefore at least have, like, some Celestial dust on them. So what you're suggesting is that I should give them some kind of special Celestial powers. All right, so I'm not going to do any of that. I'm I'm going to, I'll run up and I will... <laughs> I will I will stay about ten feet away and I will throw a javelin and you win this round, but I'm gonna get you. That was okay. brilliantly done. If you curve right around the rocks, um you'll have clear line of sight to two of them about uh fifty, sixty feet away. Okay, I'm going to throw a javelin at one of the ones uh, one of the remaining guys and I might need someone's help. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, um, I got a 19. It's an 11 plus 8. Okay. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie. I get, if thrown normal range, am I within 30 feet? No. 
Okay, then I have disadvantage on you. Walking. You you can be. You'll just be shooting next to, to the one near Grizz. It's okay. I got I got twenty one. Um, it, I throw with disadvantage, so I'm good on that. Okay. Up to one hundred twenty feet, and then I will roll to hit, which is a one d six plus five. It's the Monopoly dice. I got a perfect six, so I got eleven damage. Okay. You hear it screech, as expected, as your javelin lands true right in its flank. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I'm all set. All right, the next is going to be Murph, right? Yes. So there's one immediately in front of uh, Grizzly, right? And he's... he's... Yes right there next to me like i can reach him without moving kind of right there yeah okay yeah basically if you lean forward you can reach it i will then reach out with my swords and attempt to slash it first with my scimitar that is a 20 total to hit okay then as a bonus action with my short sword that is a 24 to hit. And Both then hit. I have an extra attack that I can make two attacks. So my scimitar. Why don't you. Another time. You oh. might as well land those ones first. Oh, okay. Roll damage for them. Well, they're not a whole lot of damage. Uh, seven and six. So 13 points of damage there. It's dead. Oh, that killed it? Okay. Yep. Well, um, because I attacked, I get to move an extra 10 feet. Is there anything else within 40 feet of me? Um, uh, 40 feet could get you to the group of two velociraptors that are up on the upper right curve of the um, corner. It could get you over to the rock formation where the one went on its own, or obviously back to where Puppy Pound and the Mage are standing. But right now you are near Grizzly and the Barbarian. I want to go off after the one that's on its own. Okay. And uh, you can go up to 40 feet? Yes. Okay, so it's it's not hidden yet or anything, so it's okay. easy to get to. And then I can use that Do you want... attack, still correct? Yes, you can. Okay. And that one was a natural 20. Look at that. Why don't you go ahead and double your damage dice? Uh, <laughs> Six. I rolled a two. Um, and then add your like your modifiers. Yeah, I have a plus two. So it's it's I rolled a two and then have a plus two. Not very exciting, is it? No. However, Why don't? However, let's do max damage instead for this game. Okay, so max damage in one roll, or yeah, what? What's the the? Oh, it'd be um, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What's the the damage dice? A d six. Okay, so six plus your modifier. Uh. 
is a plus two. And then is that okay with everyone? Oh yeah. I will also expend one use of my bardic inspiration. Okay. Which is a D eight. And I'll roll that. And I got a seven on it. And I will use the defensive flourish. Uh use that I rolled the die and I deal extra damage to the target I just hit. So he takes an additional seven points of damage. And I also get plus seven AC till the start of my next turn. Amazing. So you slash at it with your sword, it screeches, and then um, there's a little magic flourish, and it just dies. Just kills over. Dead. Yeah, that's, that that's everything I can do. That's my action, bonus action, and move. Amazing. Moving on to Grizz. Grizz, there are um, still two velociraptors. They're okay. about about 34 feet away. 30 feet away? Perfect. Yep. I run over to them. Alrighty. I will attack the first, the closest one. Okay. And that is a 14. To hit? Yep. That hits? Alright. This one has already been damaged. And that is a 11. Okay. You cut it down. All right. And then I'll attack the next one. And that is a natural 20. All righty. What's your max damage? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, my max damage is 8, 10, 15. My max it's... damage is 15. All righty. You cut that one down in one fell swoop. And you hear the cheers of the invisible crowd. And I wave them the one-finger salute. <laughs> you all look around. It happened very quickly, but everyone kind of comes to the realization that you made it through this wave, through this test. And then you hear a voice boom over the loudspeaker. Excellent, excellent job, heroes. Please return to your room of rest and prepare for round two. All right, yes, this is good. So we get our, our divine um, intervention now. Yes, we have special powers. Go back home. Uh, Frederick, Frederick, can you hear me? There's no response. Hmm. He's broken, I think. All right. Uh, I look around for any open, any doors opening or closing, or is it just the one door we came through? The door that you all came through reopens. Alright. How tall are the stands around us? Like 10 feet up? 15 feet up? Hundreds. Hundreds of feet up. Okay. That gets rid of that plan. I just kind of I go ahead and grab one of the Velociraptors and I'm dragging it back to our room of rest. Okay. Uh, um, so, uh, GM Puppy Pound is sufficiently convinced, but Felice, ever the, um, obstinate fool, is really convinced these are celestial. So I'm gonna go poke around at one, look for some celestial dust, what do I find? Um, roll a religion check. Okay. 
Um, 18. 15 plus 3. Okay. Um, you don't notice anything that suggests anything magical about the creatures themselves. Your best guess is plane where they exist. Um, you do, looking around the room, though, notice a insignia that you recognize. Okay. Um, you can't remember much about the deity, but it looks like it is Tempest, the Lord of Battles, God of War. Tempest, the usurper. Lord of Battles. Okay. And he, he mentioned earlier that he is like the only one and true god? Nope. Okay, okay. No, um, Friedrich said um, your godly patron invites you. Okay, so, so Elise is feeling very, very relieved that this god of this, whatever this deity is, at least is in the the same patronage or the same system of godliness as the one he's devoted his entire life to. That would have been a bummer, right? You yep. you die, you go to heaven, and you realize that it's supposed to be Muslim the whole time. That you know, I'm screwed. Um, he's happy. Absolutely, this is one of your gods. Okay, he's real. I mean, or you're dreaming. Alrighty, is there anything you guys would like to do as you take a short rest? Um, okay, when we go back to our room of rest, is there anything around, any changes, or is it just the dirt floor and the hovel-like conditions? Um, nothing seems different. There's a tray out with some food on it and wine, if you guys wanted to partake. They they intend for you to rest and and recover for a short amount of time. All right. I, uh, does Gek will uh, walk over and pick up the wine and just go sit off in a corner by himself? I look suspiciously at the food and I start trying to make a fire in the corner to uh, cook the Velociraptor. Um, is anyone injured? No. Oh. No. No. Omri has taken care of this. If nobody's uh, if nobody's um, taking any damage, I'll just make a little show of messing around with my medical kit, letting everybody know in the the basest way that I can that I have the capacity to help them out if they get in trouble. Um, other than that, I'm just kind of siphoning around the room, trying to keep everybody's spirits up. So you guys are resting. Um, the body of the raptor that you drug in here. Mm -hmm. um, there's a little shimmer of celestial magic, and it disappears. Um, and as you turn around, you see that in a shimmer of the same sort of glittery magic, uh, that mage is gone. Wait, she was a plant? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to roll my... Uh, I'm going to roll my knowledge religion to see what I can remember of Tempest. And that is a grand total of two. Okay. Um, <laughs> Who is this Tempest fellow again? <laughs> you're trying really hard to remember. But he's actually the god of? Like, was it what? You're, you're, you're struggling right now. 
Um, all right. Well, I guess, I mean, I, I'll make note of this woman disappearing. Um, uh, my friends, uh, you have seen what I have seen. Yes, this woman has disappeared. If she was here to sabotage us, uh, she was very ineffective, yes? To be fair, she did nothing during the what final, ba- the last battle. She ran away. She did run away, didn't she? And perhaps um, she has been chosen already to go and be released from this place. It seems quite unfair. Your barbarian friend says perhaps cowards don't belong here. I am very glad that I chose at the last moment to involve myself in the fight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You see the light come through again. Clearly the door is opened. You hear the booming voice of your best friend, Friedrich. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, or should I say gentlemen now, your next opponent for a little hint, the Baryonyx. Hope you've all visited a swamp before. Visited a swamp. Still in your room. Um, has anyone visited this swamp? Not I. You can't get a ship down into a swamp very easily. Um, I have visited a swamp, actually. Well, and you probably... So you don't know exactly what they mean because you don't know what a baryonyx is, but you do have some experience with crocodiles. Baryonyx. Can I do like an arcana or something to see if I recognize that? That will of a term? Um, no, it wouldn't be Arcana. If anything, it would be History. Yeah. I got a five plus zero. Okay. You've never heard of that. Aerionics, huh? You, you've never heard of dinosaurs. You have no idea what they're talking about. What's going on? Your assumption is that this is just some sort of sick creature that these people made up. The gods. Okay. Uh, I, I guess ready himself. I assume it's giving the same kind of thing as last time. Uh, get up there. Um, I'm going to suggest. Okay, my uh, my friends. This time, I think we try to stay a little closer. Uh, we can defend ourselves to, uh, better together than we can individually. I I look at him and weren't you the one that hid behind the rocks? Well, yes, yes. Okay, let's not uh, rehash some old arguments now, okay? I'm just saying, moving forward, we are all on the same page. It is not important who did run away, who did not run away. I just... <sighs> Omri just shakes his head and starts storming towards the light. He He's done with all of this pro- production. He's ready to get either die or go back to, uh, to, those, to his travels. So. I'll have Omri roll me a perception check as he stomps out the door. Okay, that is a 15. Okay, the field is completely different now, and you'll all see this as you join. It's now um, sort of a swampy, shallow river, you can tell. Um, same circle, same circumference, same everything. The door is already open, um, and you can see... From where you are, with a roll of 15, two massive creatures, large creatures, 
they um, do look very much like crocodiles, which you have seen before, but they walk on two giant back legs, hold their new ones. You can see one of them is um, snapping up a fish out of the little swamp area. There are um, There is dry land um, in some areas. Directly in front of you is a, a big strip of dry land. Um, and you can see at least two of these creatures at least 40, 30 feet away from you. Uh, feet, we'll say. So that's what a swamp bear looks like. <laughs> mm. I hate lizards. Um, um, I guess so they, they, we don't think they've really seen us yet. Or not I'm going right to, as you all step outside, I'm going to have you all roll stealth. Okay. Uh-huh. And we'll go against their passive. Uh, apparently I have disadvantage on stealth. Sorry. Why do you have disadvantage on stealth? I don't know. It just says stealth, dexterity, disadvantage. Is it your armor? In heavy armor? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be it. And that makes my stealth a six. I'm going to stealth okay. the opposite direction of wherever he is. Um, just so <laughs> you just know. At I the have, door, do they see you guys coming? A six means I got a plus one, uh, a natural one. Okay. Uh, I got a non-natural 20. Um, and despite uh, Felix's um, new concept, they should all stick together. Uh, he is quickly making himself sparse from, from uh, help me out, Omri. Um, uh, I just storm out and, Tempest, give me yep. your worst, but get it finished. Omri, um, Uzgak, and um, your barbarian friend, whose name is Lon, all stomp out and the Baryonyx immediately snap their heads towards him. One of them lets out a massive roar as you see how just how wide its maw can open. And everyone roll initiative. Puppy's the only one they didn't see. Oh, yeah. Um, I did not roll. I got a three. I got an 18. I, I, okay. I had a 21 on my stealth. Who did? I did. Murphy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think I pretty much pulled the uh, all yeah, the okay. attention from one point. They're looking in, in this direction, but they don't see you specifically. Um, what's our... Uh, I got a 10 for initiative. Okay, who's the highest? Me with an 18. Grizz talking, right? Yeah. I got an 18, Murph got a 10, and Puppy got a 4, I believe. I think it's safe to say that you can go first, Grizz. Alright, are they close enough for me to charge up to? I'm... I'm gonna quickly just show you guys my little, um, rough mock-up okay. of a map. The X's are Baryonyx. Gotcha. So there's three Baryonyx. <laughs> there are. Right, I'm going to go to the closest one. I'm going just to start swinging... And I'm yelling in my frustration at the entire situation. And that'll be three attacks. Um, okay. Uh, it is in the water. 
Yeah, I thought you said it was shallow. It's shallow. I'm just okay. letting you know. Okay. Alright, uh, that's a 16. A 20 unnatural. Yeah. And another 16. Okay. You said 20 unnatural? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you rolled two 16s? Two 16s and a 20. You just barely hit all three. Alright. Then I'm going to... That's... Nine plus five. That's 14. That is 11. And that is nine. And then I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to get an action surge because I'm that angry. And I'm going to attack three more times. Real quick, it was 14, 11, and 9, 34? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to action surge because I'm pissed off and I'm just going to keep hacking at this thing. That's a 12. That's a, a hit? Yeah, a 21. An, and a 29. Okay, Wait, uh, actually, that's a critical because I have uh, I have uh, improved critical. So, one hit, one miss, and one crit. Okay. Um, so... Oh. Roll for your hit and give me max for your critical. Um, the hit is 10, and the max is 15. So, 25. Okay. So you slash at this thing with your... You said you have swords, right? I have a sword. All right. You're enraged. You're hacking away at it. It's mm -hmm. jumping around and screeching as you hit it. And is that the end of your turn? That's the end of my turn. All righty. Then we pass it off to Murphy. Well, I figured they would go before me. All right. No, nope. I'm just going to have to get a calculator out. I didn't even realize how bad at this was. Math on the fly. Um, well, I real quick posted a picture of what these things are from Wikipedia because I had yeah. never heard of them in real life. So I, I've <laughs> seen them before. I just didn't know that's what they were called. So I, you said there's three of them, we, but we can only see two, correct? Um, two are in line of sight. One is behind a small landmass. You can't really tell that it's there yet. Okay. But you heard it screech when they all screamed at you. All right. Well, <clears throat> he just ran forward and attacked one of them. He went, he went to the right, to the closest one. Okay. Does it look like he did a lot of damage to it when he did his attack? Or is this sort of a... Yeah, yeah, it's still standing. Um, it's it looks angry. It's bleeding. It, um, it's kind of hard to tell, but yeah, you would say that based on how it reacted, it 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 didn't like that very much. It took a lot of pain. Well, I. <laughs> have a difficult decision to make here. So that one is about 30 feet away. There's, if you, the rock formation where you can, 
where you guys could tell that there's one over there is about 50 feet away. And 100 feet away entirely on the other side is the third one. For now. And it doesn't appear that they've seen me yet, correct? No, they didn't notice you. Okay, I specifically am hopefully going to keep that up. And I'm going to move around to that furthest one as far as I can and just kind of double move 60 feet that way. Hey, you're, yeah, you're good. You can do that without coming in range. You are going to go past Grizz and his if you're going along the edge of the arena, uh, but not close enough to have it attack you. Okay. And then that's that's what I will do. And before I leave, uh, I'm going to uh, tap uh, Puppy. What was your character's name again? Felice. I'm sorry, say it again. Felice. Felice, okay. I'm going to uh, tap Felice on the shoulder and say, you got this. And you get a point of inspiration. Or a... All right. And those are 1d8s. And then I'll do that whole move thing and end my turn. And after you is going to be your barbarian friend. Um, he's going to... Let me see. He's going to... He's going to charge for it his, as a double movement, too. Yep. And he's gonna he's running straight to that little like rock, like a sunning rock. And he goes just barely out of sight. Next is going uh, out of sight from the door. And out of sight the um Murph would still be able to see him if he looked. And up next is the Baryonyx. All right, we will go ahead and start with this one over here. Oh, okay. He's going to, um, he swings his tail out towards Lon, nothing happens there. We're going to move on to the one near Grizzly. He is going to snap out with his jaws at you. Ah, uh, and I rolled a 20. What, um, what size is your character? Medium? Uh, yes. Okay. It's going to hit for, let me roll. Someone's getting swallowed. 15 damage. Ouch. And you are a grappled. That'll be the end of the turn for that one. You make, I'm, so for grapples, maybe you can remind me. You'll make your escape check on your turn. Okay. Yes. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's athletics, I believe, or strengths, maybe. I thought it was athletics or strength. 
Well, athletics is a strength yeah. based skill. So. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay, moving on to the other one. Um, actually, I'm gonna real quick have you make another stealth check. Everybody? Uh, no, um, Murphy specifically versus a perception check to see if it knows that you're uh, five feet away from it. 15 on the die, and I have a plus yeah. eight, so 23. Okay, so you can see that this one is sort of watching intently um, what's happening with Grizz, and he seems to feel like that he's got it under control. His Baryonyx friend, they're not super social creatures, so he's going to turn away and look back down to look for more fish. And that will bring our turn order down to Elise. All right. Um, I am following in the footsteps of wherever um Worm went um, because of the bardic inspiration he gave me. Um, so am I also able to get up on one of them, or is he out of range of all of them? He's, he hasn't quite reached the one. He's kind of stalking one. Um, you can get to the one that has Grizz, um, or you can follow after Lon, um, who made it within range of the other one. I'm going to follow after, and if I can see what he's been doing... As soon as I get within about 20 feet, I'm going to intentionally drop my stealth so that it notices me and hopefully turns away from Murphy's character. Okay, you have to go your entire movement to, to catch up to Murphy um, twice, so 60 feet. Is that okay? Uh, oh, I need to dash there? Yeah. That's what he did to get there. Um, yeah, uh, so I'll go my 30 feet and okay. I'll only get halfway there. I'm going to then cast Compelled Duel on this guy, which means that he has to make a whiz save against a 13, or he has disadvantage on everyone except me. Nice. What's your range for um, that spell? Sorry. No, that's all right. It, is... it says 30 feet. 30 feet, okay. okay. Uzgrak is still about 20 feet away from the creature. So... Oh, can't, I can't cast. Okay, then I'll just... Won't reach him. I'll just hang out. I'm going to hold action for if he gets within 30 feet of me, I will cast Compelled Duel. Can I do that? Yep, but you are going to travel your 30 feet. Correct. First, okay. Do you want to go towards where Grizz is being eaten, or um, try and avoid that? I'm going after the Bardic Inspiration. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm following Murph's footsteps right now. Okay, so you're going the same exact way he did. O's Guckworm. Gotcha. Okay. That should bring turn back around to Grizz. All right. I'm uh, first things first. I'm going to try to claw my way out of this thing's mouth, and that is a twenty-four on my Ab athletics. Absolutely, you manage to punch it in the snout, and it lets go of you. And then your movement would be to stand up. Mm hmm. Can I still do an action, or does that count as my action? Is the you can do an action. It's your movement. Yeah, uh, if I recall. Uh, 
then I'm going to attack him angrily. Uh, 18, 15, and 21. Uh, okay, two of them hit. All right. That is uh, 11 plus 14, so 25. All right, you swing your sword, you chop its head right off, it splashes into the muck. (laughs) All right, as a bonus action, I would like to spit on the head and grumble about the worthlessness of my opponent. Absolutely. As you spit on it and you hear cheers from the non-existent audience. (laughs) Alright. That's is, the end of my turn. Yeah, next is Uzgok. Can I get behind this thing with my movement? Like Absolutely. Directly so you... opposite of where um, Felice is. If possible. Felice has not caught up to you yet. Right, I, I just want to be on the opposite side of where Felice would be. You want to backtrack? Well, no, no, like, I want this thing standing directly in between the two of us. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep, um, yep, roll stealth for me one more time. Uh, that one wasn't as good. You have a bardic inspiration, probably... right? Or was it the other way around? No, I gave, I gave it to, uh, Felice. I... Still think it's probably good enough though. Uh, 18. I believe I have an 8. Like, I rolled a 10 on the die. Yes, 8. So, 18. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not actively looking for you. You beat its passive ability to, rec- to recognize that someone's creeping around. So, I'm going to arrange you so that basically it's directly in between the two of you and you're within about 10 feet of it, but it cannot see you. That all right? Uh, yes, and I am going to uh, attack it first off with my scimitar. Okay, so you're going to go straight in for the attack? Yes, and that would be a, a 20 total to hit. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and use my flourish, but this time I would like to use my mobile flourish, where I expend one... Bardic Inspiration, and I roll and deal extra damage to the target, so it takes eight points of damage from that, plus an additional six points of damage, so a total of 14, and then I can move it five feet away from me, plus a number of feet equal to the die so a total of 11 feet, and I'm going to push it 11 feet towards uh, towards him. I was hoping for more, but that'll have to do. Okay, so how much it, damage do you do? Uh, uh, 14. Okay. So after all that, did we get to a situation where, I was, where I'm within 30 feet of it, or no? Um, yeah. 
Okay, then I will cast um, in that. Uh, I will cast my compelled duel. And you have to make a wisdom save against a 13, or you have to attack me, or you have disadvantage on everybody else. You said a wisdom saving throw? Yep. Okay, he fails. So he's taunted. Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily taunted. I think you can still play him however you want, but he gets disadvantage on everyone except for me. Okay. Got it. Do I get advantage on him? I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's what I was hoping for. Um, also, as part of my flourish, I do get to move. Uh, let's see okay. here. Move, I can immediately use my reaction, using my reaction to move up to my walking speed to an unoccupied space within five feet of the target. So I'm going to move right back up against him again. And I will you use my extra attack. <laughs> that one's a nine. I'm pretty sure that one didn't hit. No. And then I will use my bonus action for my short sword attack. And that one is an 18. Okay, that hits. And another six points of damage. And that is everything I can do. Alrighty. I need to mark that I've used two inspirations. All right. Can I, uh, can we put a note here so we can discuss to, for this to be edited out so we can discuss my fuck up? <laughs> um, I think we can leave in your fuck up. I think it's all a part of playing Dungeons and Dragons. Do you want to discuss it? Yeah. Oh, uh, whenever I, whenever I rolled my first character, uh, it was a character we had previously didn't want to have played here. And so I just reset the, uh, the uh, character app and I forgot to reset the level. So it made me a level 13 and I didn't catch it until just now. Gotcha. That's okay. That's my fault. I should have looked at the characters. Just give him disadvantage on every roll. <laughs> yeah, I would say just make sure your your proficiency bonus is 3 and not 5. Um, cut your hit points down to by like half mm -hmm. to be more equal with the others. Yep, uh, and uh, like I know I I should have realized it whenever I whenever I had a third attack. Yeah, I've been wondering. So we'll cut that down to two attacks, I believe, for this level ish, and then um. Your armor class is probably because of your armor, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. My bad, sorry. I'm it's... sorry, guys. I should have paid attention. No, you guys were both wrong. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Murph. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Always blame the quietest one. Okay. Let's 
Sorry, I'm running through your barbarian friend's turn. He's not my friend. No? Sorry, your crush. <laughs> I think he's Felice's crush. <laughs> if someone's sexy hey. enough, everyone just likes you. It's just how the world operates. All right, next is the Baryonyx's turn. And I'm going to go ahead and start with the one over here. Okay. All right. Um, you guys can see Lon by now. You see him. He's he's fighting away at his Baryonyx. You see it swing out with its tail, knock him to the ground, and then swing down with a claw. Um, and he's on the ground, sort of in the water, and you can't see anything further than that. So the the barbarian is on the under the water. Yeah, he he's not like drowning. He got knocked over by okay. the one that he went to fight by himself. And next, I'll go ahead and this one's dead. I'll do the one that's now in between Pup, Grizz, and all of you, actually. Um, he's going to go ahead and charge forward. Um, he's going to go right past Grizz, who gets an attack of opportunity. All right. Trying to get to. And I've already used my reaction, so. He's coming for you. That's a 17. Uh, okay. And that is a 13 damage. How much? 13. Um, that also cancels the compelled duel. Oh, because he got hit? Yeah, he takes damage from somebody else. Okay. Well, uh, when Gr okay, when Grizz hits it, he turns and swipes it at you with his tail. It'll be twenty-one to hit. How the fuck are these guys hitting so good? Yeah, that definitely hits. They have plus five to hit, and I um, rolled a sixteen. Put the pink dice away, please. Oh, no, no. I rolled a crit earlier, <laughs> and I forgot to max my damage against you for that bite. <laughs> um, I would have reminded yeah. you. I wish I had known. It's okay. He hits for 2d4. 3, 4, 5, oh, I'm sorry. 6 bludgeoning damage, and you're going to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Is he within 10 feet of me at this point? Um, that's Pup asking? Yes. Yes. Uh, you get advantage on any saves. Okay. Uh, that did not work. Sorry, that's uh, not true. You get plus two on saves. My bad. You have to okay. beat thir 13. That's a 7 and 11, but I do have a relent not relentless endurance. 
Um, Indomitable, which means I can re-roll saves between long rests. Okay. And that is a plus uh, 15. Okay. So you, he bats you with his tail and you stumble, but you don't get knocked over. That's it. Chumba Wumba would be happy. That's <laughs> all of so. them, actually. <laughs> Thank you for laughing, puppy. <laughs> it was pretty dumb, so somebody had to. <laughs> uh, next should be Jam Puppy Pound's turn. Um, I am going to we, we, we're, we're, we're taking a lot of time fucking around with these guys. I'm going to run directly after one that um, uh, that Grizz is dealing with and I am going to use my two attacks um, attack it twice uh, the first one is a a 16 and I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration to roll an extra d8 To hit? Yeah. A 16 hits. Okay, then I'm not going to do that. Um, And the second attack is going to be a 14. And now I'll use my Bardic Inspiration? Go for it. All right. Uh, 14 plus 6 is now a 20. All right. You hit twice. Okay. Um, I am using a one-handed Warhammer. Which is one d eight plus five. Okay. Eight. There we go. That's a three and a five, which is so that's the, the first one's gonna do eight damage. The second one's gonna do um ten damage. And that's all she wrote. Alrighty. Um, it lets out that squeal as you hit it. And we're going to go ahead and move on to Grizz. All right. I'm, I am pissed at this point. Um, so Omri just starts wailing into the side of this creature as hard as he can. Uh, and he got... A 22. Okay. And a 16. All right. Sounds good. You both hit. All right. Um, That's 8 plus 3. So 11 and 10. So 21 to hit. 21 damage. All right, you hack at it, and it screeches and rises and tries to get away, but it's still standing. Next would be Murph. Okay, so it's still standing, you said? It is still standing. How far away from me did it move? It hasn't moved. Oh, I thought it charged forward. Oh, it did. I'm sorry. Yes. So it, it went about 15 feet forward to get to. Okay. So it's, it's still easily within range. Yeah. Um, and how far away is the one that's fighting our barbarian guy? 
That's at this point about it's a circle about um, 60 feet away. Okay. Not a ton that I can do to help him currently. Oh, you said, wait, you said 60 feet away? Okay, I am going to use my action to use Vicious Mockery on the one that's 60 feet away. Okay. You look stupid with those short little arms. And it's got to save on a DC 16 Wisdom. Okay. Hold on, my dice went under my computer thing. It succeeds, actually. Very much so. Sorry. Okay, well... Yep, so nothing happens to it then. Um... Real quick, does anyone know with two weapon fighting, can I still make that bonus action attack if I didn't make the main attack? I don't believe so. Okay. <clears throat> Not the right guy to ask. Vicious Mockery is an action spell? Yes. Unfortunately. According to this, anyway. I believe I unconvinced. I feel like it shouldn't be, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't it's, it's, I didn't. It's a cancer. I think it's a cancer that does does damage. So it's already kind of yep. beefy. I that's fair. If I can't use that bonus action to attack, then I will just use my move action. Okay. And I will head around. Because I'm pretty sure they've got this one over here, so I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna move around uh, a little bit closer towards that other one, at least get right. thirty feet over there. Yep, it's basically a straight shot okay. over there, and that's all I'll do. Okay, moving on then to Lon. All right, he swings his axe. He manages to sink one into the thing. And... That's it. Moving on to the Baryonics. All right, your friend over here. Um, what's left? This one. He's going to go ahead, and since he's very wounded, he's going to make one last desperate attempt um, to reach out and bite one of you, since you're both standing right next to him. Um, even if he's going to go ahead and, and aim for you, pup. 
All righty. I can take it. And that's probably going to hit 22. Yes. All right. So he snaps at you. He hit you for um, I'll roll instead of doing that. And you're going to go ahead and roll me a strength saving throw. Um, okay. It would say. Oh, no, no, you're not. Sorry. Okay. So no roll for me? No, you take 16 damage and you're grappled unless you have something saying you cannot be grappled. I don't have anything like that. Okay. Or in fact, he's got you in his teeth then. Okay. And moving on over to where Lon is valiantly fighting against his friend. Also going to try and take a bite out of him. And he's going to go ahead and manage to do that. So he snaps one up. Uh, okay. And you hear the, gr the nasty sound of a chomp. And moving on over to Pup's turn. Uh, okay. I think I'm now understanding how these paladins work. Okay, so do I need to roll to get out of his maw? Yes. DC 13. Okay, I have, so everyone within 10 feet of me gets a plus 2 on saves. Do you think that entitles me to a plus 2 on saves as well? Are you part of everyone? It says allies in 10 feet get plus 2 on saves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a 15 plus 5 is a 20, plus 2 is a 22. Okay, you managed to to worm your way out of its mouth and fall back down on your hands and knees into the water below you. Okay, was that an action, or do I might still get to go? Uh, is it supposed to be your action? I didn't have it be last yeah. time, so for now, it's part of your movement. You have to use all of the rest of your movement to stand up. Okay, I stand up. I am going to attack him for my first attack with um, Divine Smite. So I roll. I got a nat 20. Um, so critical hit right. is a 1d6 plus 5 plus an additional 2d8 for the Divine Smite. So 3d8 plus 5. Um, do you want me to roll for it or do max? Max. Uh, 3d8, what is that, 24 plus 5 is 29 damage. Okay. And then I get another throw, and I'm just going to try to put this my way. We're going to roll again. Do you, do you want to go ahead and just describe how you kill it with your first hit? Yeah, so um, the Warhammer has a spike on the backside of it. And so I'm giving him three or four good pounds right to the top of the noggin. On the last one, I can tell he's almost down for the count. I turn it around, and I drive the spike directly through his, his stupid alligatory-type face. Okay. Um, and then I don't think I can do anything, because my only other option is to take another swing, because I used all my movement, and he's dead. So I think I'm stuck there. All right. With that, then, it circles back around to Grizz. All right. Um, how close am I to the one that's being fought by the other two guys? Um, you're pretty close. 
You're or you're not. You're I'm sorry. You're like 60 feet away. Um but before your turn begins, you hear our old friend Friedrich's voice over the loudspeaker. Um We're cutting this round short on account of we've already lost one of our members and our next round needs at least 3. All of the baryonics Aaron, clouds of shimmery glitter, and so does Lon's body. Oh, um, it was door just behind you guys opens, and you may now return. Combat is over. That barbarian was the best conversationalist I've ever known. <laughs> and I start walking back towards the room. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a ton left to do on the battlefield, especially if these things are disappearing in puffs of celestial dust once they die. Um, so I think Felice is on the same persuasion. He's just gonna. Oh, I'll do a I'll, while we're walking. I'll give him a nice pat on the back for a job well done, and I'll do some lay on hands too. I think it was um uh that 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 worm that took some some damage, right? I didn't take any damage. I took damage. Chris okay. and Lon. Oh, Marie. Yeah. Give him a good little slap on the back. A job well done. And I could probably heal you full. I, I get 40, 40, um, 40 HP to deal with. So what? what's your... I've lost about uh, roughly 30 HP. All right. Give him all 30. All right. With that... As you guys head back into your room, you hear the announcer Friedrich one more time. Ladies and gentle folk, after our short rest, we will be moving on to the main attraction, the final test, the reason we're all here, the mighty, dangerous, terrifying T-Rex. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right, you guys have had a short rest. There's more snacks there for you. Um, you can go ahead and heal with your hit die if you need to. Um, otherwise, would you guys like to do anything before you head out into the light of the door that has just opened around the corner? If anyone chooses to use hit die, if anyone needs to use hit die, um, I have a song of rest I can use, and you'll get an extra 1d6 on top of any hit die you use. I am good. I think uh, that pat on the back pretty much took care of me. Yeah, in retrospect, that was probably not very smart. I probably should have let you use the hit dice, but here we are. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come up to the group. I'm gonna kind of get us in a little a little powwow. Um, uh, oh, okay. So um, it, perhaps it seems as though one of us is disappearing after each one. Could could you just be cool and tell me? Are one of you guys also like in on this? Some sort of celestial deity? Am I the only person actually fighting here? What's going on? I believe our barbarian friend got himself ate. My wife's a celestial, but I am just a normal, normal mortal. Your widow now. My widow. Potentially. Well, I mean, if she's a celestial, she'll find me. She's still my wife. I'm, I'm assuming that uh, this is going to be the last round. I believe that's what he said. I don't think we have to be afraid of uh, being just dissipated. 
as long as we yes. can participate in the fight and win. But hear, hear me out. Um, so far, it seems this Frederick character um, does not really play by any particular sets of rules. He says we can ask questions, then has not answered the questions. We haven't even seen him. For all we know, this is some sort of Wizard of Oz bullshit. Um, I'm going to roll uh, my die real quick while he's talking. Well, we've seen what happens when you don't play along. Look at the uh, tiefling girl. I rolled a 15 on my intelligence. Do I remember if he said only one person will get this spoon? Uh, let me see. In fact, he did not. He said the the winners receive a godly boon and are allowed to leave the semi plane and return to the material plane in their lives. Okay. I, I am just thinking, and I'm all, I'm open to criticism. I am thinking that as soon as the gates open on the other side, we go out there right now before the gates open. We go stand real close to the gates. Tyrannosaurus Rex comes out. We run out to the doors. I look my friend dead in the eye, and I go, "You could stand to lose a few pounds. That armor's looking kind of tight." You did say you'd accept criticism. Uh, oh. Uh, okay, both both GM Puppy Pound and, and Felice, both GM Puppy Pound and Felice both both thought that this was some sort of code, like in case someone's listening. And he says, mm, "I understand what you're putting down," and I sort of knowingly nodded him. Takes off his armor. Good, perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that might violate the the rules of the game here. I feel like I mean, we're uh, given no rules, yes. The rules, as stated, are kill or be killed simply and purely. We encourage you to work together, but have no qualms if you do not. You see, they want us to work together. Yeah, you guys. I said we just continue to stab the giant lizards until we're done stabbing the giant lizards. Is there anything more complicated than that involved? I doubt it. You can hear the crowd, the the celestial crowd outside that you is either real or not. You're not entirely certain. Chanting, ready for you to come. Are they chanting like Felice or T Rex? They're chanting, chanting war, war, war. I wish I had rolled higher on my knowledge, uh, my knowledge religion. All right, boys. Sounds like it might be time. Okay. Explain to me your epic, epic entrance out into the field as the gladiators you now are. All right. Uh, I say we go ahead and let uh, Murph go first. He's the most theatrical character. Um... At this point, it's all been lizards. And I hate lizards. Mm. So I'm going to get a running start, draw my weapons, and charge forward into the field. All right. 
as you do that, you run out, you see you're in a great glass, grassy plain this time, is what the arena looks like. Field of grass, short grass. Um, the side is ringed by like mountains, so you can't even see like the seats of the Colosseum anymore. It's like a mountain that has made the field a little smaller, um, quite a bit smaller. And as you charge out, you see that you're running straight towards um, the Baryonyx from earlier, and it turns to look at you. And then from behind it, you hear a massive roar that shakes the ground of the arena. Rocks crumble from the mountains around the side as a huge beast, perhaps the largest beast you've ever seen, snaps the Baryonyx's neck in its jaws and basically rips its head off as the two pieces fall down and it looks you as you charge out dead in your tiny little face and roars one more time as the ground shakes. Okay, so, I'm so I'm curious that you just stole our experience. That, that's bullshit. Right off the bat. I'll follow up um, Murph. But I'm trying to I'm trying to give his his entrance some more pomp and circumstance. I am am I'm hitting my warhammer against my my shield to the rhythm of the wonderful Queen song "We Will Rock You," um, and hoping I can get the uh, the ethereal crowd up into a frenzy and on our side. They go nuts. Why don't you roll performance? Yeah, baby. That is. 18 plus 2, 20, not natural. Wow. Okay, take an inspiration. Sweet. Uh, I stomp out my my sword drawn, and I just start yelling, Why is it always the fucking lizards? All right, so Murphy, you're a little bit ahead of the others because you've run out. Um, why don't we go ahead and roll inspiration? Or initiative? Initiative, that one. We can roll inspiration, I guess. <laughs> now who's drunk? That's a nat 20 on in my uh dice roll, which is a twenty-two initiative. I got a one minus one comes to a zero. Oh. I got a nineteen total. So Grizz with 22, uh, Pup with 19. No. Yeah, Murphy. Sorry, I'm so... Oh, you just think all the men are the same people. You all just sound like men to me, yeah. <laughs> T-Rex got Grizz. two. All right. Then our first up is Grizz. Now this massive T-Rex is about 30 feet in front of you. All right. I'm going to go up, shouting a challenge, and I'm going to mightily start poking at its ankles. Okay. That is a 16, and that is a natural one. All right. Your 16 hits. All right. Uh, was twelve. Okay. And I got a five to confirm that natural one. 
This might hurt. I don't normally do roll to confirm. Can you explain what that means, Grizz, for the listeners <laughs> who don't know and for me who doesn't know? Oh, well, I know at one point, uh, and Murph can possibly back me up on this, we decided during one of the early, early meetings that we would roll to confirm our natural ones to see how bad they will do. If you roll a natural one, you'll re-roll. And the lower that second roll is, the worse the original natural well, one. What it was was anything... Consequences. Yeah, any, anything like 11 and up meant you just failed. Anything at 10 or below meant there was consequences with it. And the DM decided what those consequences would be. Gotcha. So you're, all, you're asking the god of luck if you really meant it. You're all <laughs> yeah. just gluttons for punishment is what it is. So, what weapon are you using? I am using a longsword, one-handed. Alright. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say you're running right up at his ankles. Um, you swing once, lands in his leg, glances right off, um, and then straight down into the the grass below and you're going to have to make some effort to pull your sword out because you swung it so hard just directly into the ground alrighty then on your next turn but first we're going to see what Uzgak wants to do he's 30 feet away from me I just love so much that you all rolled fighters for this. Even the bard. <laughs> it's the fighter subclass. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I technically, yes. I do, however, have some magic, and we're going to try one of those spells. Hey. Uh, a creature I can see within range must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, it gets it at advantage because I am trying to charm it and it's within 30 feet and it's got to make a wisdom saving throw at uh, 16 with advantage unfortunately because someone attacked it already 12 then it fails and it is charmed by me for an hour alright can you read that spell for us a uh, charm creature is friendly to me, and it is charmed until the spell ends, which is in an hour, or until my companions do anything harmful to it. A charmed creature can't attack the charmer or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects, and the charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature. And right. I am going to use my best good boy voice. Say, oh, come here, you ugly little thing. And attempt an animal handling. Hey, animal handling with advantage. Ooh, it's a good thing it's with advantage because that was a natural one. Uh, 13. It looks confused. It's panting heavily. It roars at you. 
Okay, there's not much else I can do. That's everything for right now. It, however, cannot attack me unless someone else attacks it. Okay. We're moving on to the T-Rex's turn. Um, now, he's just been poked in the ankle. Um, he's going to go ahead and he he steps back and swipes his tail at the thing that he knows is below him, even though he can't quite see it. Uh, he was going to... Uh, 26 to hit? 26 hits. All right. I'm going to go ahead and roll damage. Oh. I'm going to roll the correct damage. One sec. Twelve damage to you, Grizz. Bludgeoning. And that's going to have to be his whole turn. Did you say twelve? I did. Yes, you got very lucky. Next would be the other one, Felice. Felice's turn at zero. Okay, so so start with me here, Ivory. Do you have a dog or a cat? In real life? In real life. No. I have a toddler. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We'll start there. If I were to say mommy to the toddler it would know that i'm talking about you agree yes okay uh felice is going to turn to the dinosaur and say find frederick what happens um what language do you say it in uh common but that's because it knows the it doesn't need to know common to know the word frederick it just knows that's the name of its owner right just like a dog or a cat doesn't know English, but if you say the name of the owner, they can usually associate who that's with. Can I can I roll for deception from me to you? Um, what, why, <laughs> why don't you roll um, animal handling? Okay, okay, that's all I wanted. Um, uh-oh. Or actually, or religion. Okay, religion I can do. That is a 16. Okay, um, Tempest, as a god, you've not known to have pets. Your best guess is these are not pets who, like, hang around and, like, sit by the fire on the weekends when he's not running this um, arena scheme. It seems like they were pulled just now from their lives in another plane of existence and dropped here to eat you. That's fair, and you've actually said that several times already. Okay. Um, all right. I guess I'm gonna try. Do I have like some? Maybe like I, I can pull some rations out of my bag, and I'm gonna I'm gonna toss them a little bit of food. Okay. And that's it. That's that's my whole. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for, um, for Oogs and Worm to decide how he wants to uh to command this guy. All right. Does that come to me? 
Yep. All right. Well, I'm just going to warn you guys. Uh, Omri will attack this thing. He did not know. He does not know magic. He does not know what's going on. All he knows is he's trying to stab this lizard. Starting with getting his goddamn sword out of the goddamn ground. Okay, that takes your movement or your bonus action, whichever you prefer. That took a one. A one what? Uh, I thought you had to roll strength to get it out. Nope, it just takes your bonus action. Okay. Well, I yank out the sword, and I'm going to attack it again. And do I keep the roll, or can I re-roll? Because I rolled another one. Keep it. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, re-roll. You have to roll knowing what you're going to roll. I firmly believe that. It's like I have to be thinking the right thought. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Gotta and unlock that the is eye. a four. Okay. Uh, you miss. Mm. And without a bonus action, you don't get a second attack? Is that how yeah. your class works? Okay. That's what I thought. All right, you miss. Uh, it's been attacked. Does that break the effects of your charm, or does it have to be hit? I attacked neared it. Uh, I believe it just has to be attacked. Well, I I, I think the I... next question, though, Murphy, is if it, it, it has to be attacked by one of your allies, do we still consider Grizz's character an ally if he's just slapping around unharming dinosaurs? I consider him your ally, but I will say um, he can't see okay, his it, feet. It specifically says and is charmed by me until the spell ends or until myself or one of my companions do anything harmful to it. So, so that's an attack. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't harm it. So I'll, I will leave it up to you as to whether or not to agree to her DM limits as is. I didn't. Yeah. All I know is I did not harm the creature. <laughs> okay, passing on to Murph, I will say it is still charmed by you. It is annoyed. You're throwing food at it. It's very confused, shouting things it doesn't understand. And that's your turn. I am going to move forward. Okay. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this thing at this point. But what I am going to do is uh, tell Omri. Omri here, knock it off. If you hit him, he's going to be very angry about it. Hold on for just a minute. You're going close enough to him to whisper? Well, no, I'm, I'm just going to say it low. Quietly, so like not to spook, spook the, the giant lizard standing over me. And I want to gotcha. get within 15 feet of it. And at you an angle... Are. So I won't hit Omri. And then I'm going to breathe fire on it. Okay. Um, let's, uh, for Dragonborn, it's a cone, right? Your breath weapon? Yes. It's a 15-foot cone. 
and a DC 12 deck save for half damage. I don't know if you if he gets that or not, if he expects it or not. I don't know what if you want a deception or just let him he, roll. He very much failed okay. your deck save. As a five, a three, and a four. So 12 damage? 12 fire damage. Okay. I didn't realize how little Charm Monster was going to do. I thought it was going to protect everyone from it, but apparently not. <laughs> I don't believe any of the rest of my spells are bonus spells. I mean, it's tough, honestly. Like, the alternative was we just sit here for an hour with it charmed. Like, this doesn't seem like yeah, any way yeah. to here. You know? <laughs> like, like I said, I thought that was going to be a lot more useful spell. So I guess there's not really much else I can do because everything else is in action, it looks like. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Hmm. I'm moving on then to my friend the T-Rex. He's going to make his tail attack. Ugh. And he'll aim that one at you again, Grizz. Oh. He failed. He swings his tail around wildly. Um, he stumbles back and you get an attack of opportunity as his leg is moving out of your space. That is a 19. It's a hit. <clears throat> this bad boy. Or. Nine. Okay. You got it. All right. And then for his second attack, he's going to reach down uh, with his massive head. And he's going to try and bite you, um, Murph. Uh, oh, 17? That does hit. All right. Um, woof. Okay. Let me see. That's 44 damage. Okay. And you're grappled. So he picks you up in his in his jaws. And that'll be the end of the T-Rex's turn. Alright, I am... Very angry at this thing. I'm going oh, to it, uh, it should be Pup's turn. That's okay. right. I'm sorry, Pup. Um, okay, so obviously the crowd has moved on to We Are the Champions. They're just going through the entire Queen anthology. Um, I am going to cast um, da, 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 Thunderous Smite, which gives me an extra 2d6, and the creature must make a strength save or be knocked prone. 
So I rolled, I got a 12 plus five, 12 plus eight. Oh, okay. I got 20, a non-extra 20. That hits. Okay. And then he needs to make a strength check against um, a thir- you build a 13 or he's knocked prone. Okay. Uh, can you knock can you a knock- huge... A huge creature prone? Um, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about the size of the creature here. Alright, then I'll say because it's thunder power, then yeah, you knock him over. As right. he falls to his to the ground, the entire um, ground shakes, and I'm going to need you all to make a dexterity save. You, uh, pup, did you have to go up to him to hit him? Yes. Okay, so yeah, I'll make a dex save. Okay, and then everyone gets advantage on that save because uh, they're within ten feet of me, and he, he did. He took seventeen damage for the th- for the smite. Okay, I got a sixteen. Quick question: What happens to me and its jaws? Um, you're gonna fall too. Give me a sec. Yeah, you. Oh, you don't have to make a deck save. Uh, I got ten. Okay, so you um, are going to be also knocked prone. Am I still grappled? Um, You who was grappled, um, no, he's going to let go of you as he falls to the ground. Um, You'll be prone too. So, and again, I'm sorry with your voices, but who rolled the 10? Uh, Okay, so... Pup and Murph are prone. Grizz, you're okay. And the thing is laying sideways now. So I get advantage, correct? On my attacks? Is it attacks, Pup, or just saves? No, no I mean, he's prone. Hmm? He's prone, so I get uh, advantage on attacks, right? Yeah. But uh, the answer is right. no, my, my, my ability does not extend to attacks. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. And that is a 21. Both hit. Nine. And 14. All right. So 23. And I'm actually, uh, I'm just very angry, so I'm going to uh, do another. um, Action search? Yeah, there we go. Thank you. And that is a 19. Oh, cool. I rolled 15 on both sides. And a 13. Both hit. So that's a 10 and another 14. Okay. And that moves on to Murph. Since I am just prone and not grappled, I will get up and move away, and then I will cast 
Cure Wounds at a fourth level. Okay. Six, three, so nine, then five is 14, and another three, so 17, plus five, so 20. That, that's all I can do. Okay. Next would be the T-Rex. Uh, okay, yeah. So he's going to have to use his movement to stand, which he does. Ground thunders as he stands himself up um, and towers over you once again. And he takes that his tail one more time and sweeps it, aiming right at Pup. Whoa. For a 20 to hit. Yeah, got me. He actually can't hit the same person with both of his attacks. So that's good, at least. 3d8. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. That's 22 bludgeoning damage. All right. It's about a fourth of my... Actually, closer to a third. With Ooh. his bite, he's going to go right for you, Grizz. Oh, no. Oh, let me roll that again. I lost it. Um, oh, 12. 12 does not hit, no. It does not hit. You, you dodge right out of the way as he tries to take a chomp out of you. And that'll be Stop the end that. of his turn. Moving on to Pup. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I think we've mentioned this before, but one of the toughest parts about the random nature of this game is not actually that you get a random class. It's that they randomize your spells. Yes. And so right now, my options are Lesser Restoration, which is useless, Zone of Truth, which I don't think we're going to get a lot out of this guy, <laughs> um, branding smite, which just I don't know, puts a yellow light on him. I guess it's mildly embarrassing. And aid, which gives everyone five extra hit points, which is also basically worthless. So I will just be um, going back to the grindstone. I'm just going to attack him uh, twice. Um, I have one level two left, so I can make it a three, a three d eight divine smite. And I can do it twice, so I will. The first one is a 13 plus 8 is a 21. The second one is a natural 1. Roll to confirm. Okay. That is a 6. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll damage for your first attack. So I get 1, 2, 3, 4 d8s. Five plus one is six plus seven is thirteen plus three is sixteen damage. Do you have any pluses? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're From right, your you're weapon? Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sixteen plus five. Sorry about that. Twenty-one. 
All right. Super exciting. Okay. You hit him real good. He really does not like you right now. Um, and with your second attack, um, uh, I mean, if he doesn't like me, I'll have it known that I did try to befriend him. So this is really more his fault than mine. <laughs> you swing your second weapon. Um, Grizz, make a dexterity save. And I get advantage because I'm obviously within 10 feet of you. Yes. Uh, you're using the advantage to, to for my attack on you? Yeah, my first one was 11. My second one was 12. So that's a 14 all told. You dodge out of the way. You, you almost hit Grizz, and he probably doesn't like you anymore. What are you doing? The, the, the thing is like 100 feet tall. Kill no, no. the thing. Don't listen to her. You still like me. Listen, I says my the man first who buried his sword in the grass. <laughs> my, my first campaign, I played it as a ranger, and every time I missed, he made me hit somebody with my arrows. I didn't like it, so I don't know. I don't like to be too mean. All right, next. Who just went? Uh, the pound just went. Circling back to you, Grizz. All right. Um, I'm going to take out my uh, anger toward at uh, Felice by uh, stabbing the giant lizard in front of me. All right, stab away. All right, that is a uh, sixteen. That's a twenty-three. Hits. And that is a twenty-one. Hits. Roll your damage. That's a uh, 13 and an 8. All right. Would you like the honor of describing how this dies? Yeah, I um, start just hacking at it, at its ankles, until it severs its ankles, and it just starts bleeding out all over me by accident, and now I'm just getting angry and angry as this thing is just, like, flooding me with blood, and it's now sticky, and I need a bath, and fuck this god for putting me in this position. That's about it. <laughs> Perfect. Give me one sec. Okay. It crashes to the ground. You all stumble again as its weight shifts the entire earth beneath your feet. All right. You're all panting, bloody bruised, maybe some of you. Um, the humongous creature in front of you dis dissolves into celestial smoke. And then so does the arena around you. And then suddenly it's just the three of you. In a big white space. I'm going to lay on hands myself if I can for 10. No need. Okay. Around you. Um, 
You hear the cheers reach their crescendo and then slowly fade. And then you hear a voice. Frederick. Hey, boys. I appreciate so much you playing my game. You were, each of you, true and honorable heroes on Earth. And here today, I've been granted leave to prove that each of you, or at least some of you, were worthy of carrying my spirit with you on Earth. Every journey reaches its end. Sometimes I believe that happens prematurely. Don't tell my cousin, the god of death. <laughs> I'm going to send the three of you back. And I want you to be glorious. Fight battle, defend the weak. Protect the world. I'm sure it'll come up. The world's ending every other Thursday. <laughs> now, real quick. Um, this me DM again. Um, do you guys have any questions for Tempest? Um, yes. So um, I, I must admit I am not uh, so pleased at how we were treated during this um, little engagement. Um, I understand you have a, a job to do. Um, is there any way that perhaps I can name my my gift um, and, and you would be interested in doing some negotiating? Um, why don't you go ahead and roll persuasion at disadvantage? Okay. Um, ooh, that's pretty good. Um, can I I'm, can I use my inspiration to negate that disadvantage? Yes. All right. Um, I got a seventeen. Okay. Uh. All right. So he says you want to choose your own gift. Your own uh, boon? This is correct. Um, to be more specific, I would like a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'd be happy to send you to the realm that they come from. No, no, no. You, if you'd you like to return there instead of the material plane. No, I think, I think you misunderstand. Um, I would like to return to my plane of existence where I have the only T-Rex. Uh, it's not possible, but, you know, I think you'd really like that plane. Let me see. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and send you back there. Um, yeah, so you want that instead of instead of your epic boon? Can, can I roll an insight? Is this is this a serious offer or is this guy had enough of my my bullshit and is threatening to send me somewhere awful? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that's an 11. He's being super genuine. He would totally send you there if that's what you would prefer, even though you won't be um, furthering his cause on the material plane. Okay, so just, just to clarify, if I go there, you will give me the ability for the dinosaurs to obey me, yes? Uh, no, no. Oh, this sounds uh, less less exciting then. It sounds like I will be doing more of the same, yes? Uh, I mean, probably. There are... There are... There aren't a lot of uh, humanoids. Uh, I will humbly withdraw my attempt to, ne to negotiate. Oh, okay. 
All right. Oh, I'm so sorry. I crashed Discord. I was just trying to screen show you guys while I rolled for your epic boons, but I guess it's not that important. <laughs> it worked for like a half second. The, oh, the, sorry. The chair. I suppose you'll just have to trust me. Well, I mean, we'll definitely or use this the next session. Use what? <laughs> the boons. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. It's still exciting. Go ahead. Um, who wants to go first? I'll step forward. I'm just ready to get back to what I was doing, which is what you are asking me to do anyway. So that works. Yep, we're going to do this. You'll be going back, my noble, brave friend. This is Grizz, right? Yeah. With the boon of irresistible offense, you can bypass the damage resistances of any creature for the rest of time. Aha! I will fight everyone! And poof, he disappears. Next. Uh, I'll go next. Um, just out of curiosity, DM, what number on your table is T-Rex? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 30. A 30. All right, baby, let's do this. You, my, my darling child, are going home with the boon of the fire soul. You have immunity to fire damage. You can also cast Burning Hand, save DC 15 at will without using a spell slot or any components. All right. That's almost as good as Immune to fire. All right. And now I would like to... Is there a way we can just get rid of all lizards? Ah, oh, I'm so sorry. I think the lizard queen would be offended. All right. Now, there, are, there are politics up here, okay? All right. I got a nine for you, my friend. And you are getting the boon of luck. You can add D10 to any... to ro Or add a D10 roll, sorry, to any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw you make. Once you use this boon, you can't use it again until you finish a short rest. And poof, you disappear. Would any of you like to describe? Um, you wake up with no memory of any of this. Um, in in the near death experience that you just had, so we know that our friend um, Grizz, who made a roll for it, um, was attacked by some kind of creature. Um, so you wake up. You've just survived that near-death experience. Would any of you like to describe the re your reunion with your families? Or... I immediately stand up and go looking for that monster again. Perfect. I'm gonna stab it in the face. And you know that, that resistance that it had? It doesn't have anymore. Not for you. <laughs> By God. Um, so, first of all, I, I thought for a second that you were going to give Murphy T-Rex, and I would have been really, really upset. <laughs> so I'm glad, you, I'm glad you didn't do that, so we can stay internet friends. Yes. Um, I think it takes probably Felice a couple days to figure out that he's immune to fire. Because um, I, I don't know exactly what's happening. He's probably at the bar, and he goes to smoke a cigarette, and he realizes his hand doesn't hurt after holding the uh, the light up for too long. Uh, he realizes this is a marketable skill, and uh, he joins the circus where he uh, jumps through flaming hula hoops with total impunity. I'm going to say, come back, 
in the, the back alley of a bar where I had gone to relieve myself, not realizing I'd been followed. Missing the dex check and getting stabbed in the back. But now suddenly I have a little extra luck. And yeah. I'm able to sidestep that attack and put an end to the thief who tried to steal my money. And you know what, Murph? He is a thief who's been striking all over town. And you're now, like, the hero of this pub. And that Free drinks for life. Henry. Yeah. <laughs> That was very well done, Ivory. I did my absolute best. Good job, bro. That's it's tough, you know. It's hard. I I'm really impressed. I'm curious what your experience with D and D is because you seem to have a really strong grasp of the rules. Me? Yeah. Really surprising to hear, actually, because <laughs> I feel like I don't have a very strong grasp of the rules. Um, what? I do. I've written a lot. I haven't. DM'd actual games a lot, but I've spent a, a lot, a lot of time on like World Anvil building a massive campaign. Um, Did you ever get so, to run that campaign? Um, I ran it a little bit. Um, I got um, I got caught up in the planning. Um, it was overwhelming for me. I was pregnant and I was having trouble remembering things. Um, I'm not always great at public speaking especially um on my feet or like with improv um i get caught up in fumble sometimes and i was struggling with that a lot at the time so it we did several sessions but i ended up like uh we canceled the group sure. so i didn't get to finish well hopefully you get to run that sometime i'd be interested to hear the details mm -hmm. you did a good job tonight too you really did Thank you. Running I had a lot of hard man. Combat sucks in D and D. Oh, bad. I was so excited though. Um, because... so you, you did a really good job adjudicating all the different rules. I can't remember hardly any. I mean, I I really have a very very weak grasp of the rules. I'm um, sure I made some of them up. And that's your prerogative as a DM. Yeah, that's a big part of it. <laughs> I was really excited actually because I rolled Arena and T Rex, and I know that we've had a lot of sessions so far that are not very combat heavy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "This is my chance." Well, the funniest part is uh, the session that was lost was a Gauntlet style session. Was it? Yeah. Uh -huh. So and this now I won't get to Is there something that we need to do when we log off to increase the chance that the recording gets saved, or is it just it's it's in God's hands now? It, it, it's okay. Th there are multiple formats I can try and download in. Um, hopefully, one of them will have it. But that—that's part of the reason we did this, uh, Garrick as well as Craig. 
because they back up to different. Yeah, they're, they're the same thing. They just back up to different servers. Gotcha. So if one doesn't have it, hopefully the other doesn't. And I'm going to check immediately after downloading to make sure I have it because I can get in touch with the team that runs Craig and see what they have to say because that they may be able to find something and recover it if it turns out that we have this problem again. Oh, hopefully they do. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, talk us out. Um, this has been Ivory, your DM for tonight. Um, thank you so much to my excellent players, to anyone who listens. Um, do any of you have anything you want to plug or say before we end our episode? You know I do. Uh, I am <laughs> don't be found. I write games. Um, hopefully in the future I'll maybe write some games with some people on the podcast right now. We'll figure that out offline. You can find my stuff at Drive Through RPG. They range from stuff that is about fifteen bucks at like a mini campaign, all the way down to totally free. Um, so you can find me on Instagram too. If you message me there and I'm feeling good, I'll probably just send you a game for free. Yep, and I'll be your play tester for life. Awesome, Chris. What's up, man? I have nothing to promote besides my ego. <laughs> But yeah, listen, uh, go to Puppy Pounds, and please continue listening to our podcast. Murphy, perpetually on mute. Do you want to close us out? Oh, nope. I'm fine. Everything, Shout out. Everything need to be said. <laughs> All right. Ending with a bang. Thanks for playing, guys. Thanks so much. Have an excellent night.